Autism now affects 1 in 88 children, in which 1 in 54 boys, and the prevalence figures are growing daily. Autism is the fastest growing serious developmental condition in the United States that costs a family $60,000 a year on average, while the cause receives less than 5% of the research funding of many less prevalent childhood diseases. As to date, there is no medical detection or cure for autism. Help us at the Jayzo Modcast Network change that as April is National Autism Awareness Month. We ask all of you to join us this month in honoring the boys and girls who live with this condition each and every day of their lives, in donating to a charity centered around researching and possibly finding a cure. Any amount is welcomed because chances are you personally know someone directly affected with autism. Let's come together and make a change. Did you know that this podcast is a part of the Jayzo Modcast Podcast Network? Chances are, if you enjoy this show, you'll find other great podcasts on the network, too. The Jayzo Modcast Network offers you a choice of shows seven days a week, starting with Monday. Join Rebecca C. Lofgren, Aaron Illick, and David K. Montoya in Seeing Red. The trio dive deep down the rabbit hole each week with a combination of geek and weird news. Then on Tuesdays, join the boys from the Great White North, Mike Lutz, Rob Bellamy, and Jason Beckard in the movie Madhouse as they bring you everything Hollywood and more. On Wednesdays, Reaper Rick's Tree Frog Expose Cafe, where he crosses the line of limits as he gives us news that is unforgettable and personal views that you'll definitely remember as well. Spend Thursdays with Jim Bennett and Nick McKelvey as they join forces in American Fat Ass Podcast to talk about various topics from news, sports, to their personal lives, all the while with a humorous slant in an unapologetic fashion. Fridays, Rob Bellamy is joined with Mike Lutz as they jump in the Wayback Machine to explore the archives of the JZO Modcast to give you three hours of audio entertainment in Flashback Fridays. Saturdays, join JZO Modcast founder David K. Montoya as he explores the world for a single of Who's the Boss? Then Sundays, finish the week with What We Think with hosts S. Sadie Burbank and David K. Montoya as they tell us exactly what they think about pop culture, celebrities, and the world at large with a ton of vulgarity mixed in for good measure. The JZO Modcast Podcast Network. We've got what you want seven days a week for free. Listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher or like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And don't forget to check us out at jazelmon.com slash jazelmodcast. And now enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, Essay Burbank Podcast. We're Essay Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. The game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Hey, see, I came up with more. Google it. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. It's Sunday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am. It's Sadie Burbank. Alright, kids, here we go. We are jumping back into our, uh, I don't want to say our regular format, our previous format. Right. Because it isn't our original format, because our original format wasn't like that. Right. Because we switched it well, out. Well, we're just going into a format. Right. We're gonna have things to talk about. We're gonna we're gonna try this and see how we like it. See how you like it as listeners, and see how we like it. So after you get done listening to this, you can go to jazelmon.com/slash what we think, and you can go to comments. Tell us what you think. Go to iTunes. Give us a rating. Give us a comment. Um, like us. Twitter. Yeah, I was gonna say. Or Facebook. Like us on uh, Facebook. Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. You can go Let to... Let us know what you think. And on Facebook, they can do that. They can tell us what they think. 
Yes, exactly. And you can also go to Stitcher.com. You can add our show. Give us a thumbs up if you like it. And our new new one. And our new carrier um, is TuneIn. You can do the same thing. TuneIn is very much similar to Stitcher. So if you're familiar with Stitcher, you'd be familiar with TuneIn as well. All right, kids. So this is what we're going to do each and every week. We get together and we have our little selves called the Brown Bag Email Special. Well, this week... We promised a long time ago, we did one off of Twitter, and I said if we ever do this again, we would get our friends from Facebook. Mm -hmm. Well, we have it on Facebook, Mm -hmm. and we got some questions. Mm -hmm. We do, we do, we do. And I haven't seen them yet, but I'm seeing them now. There's no tearjerkers, I can promise. Oh, yeah, so far. Um, And we're not saying the names, on the last names, on account of we don't know whether they want to their last names said or not right so because I we're put, assuming they don't right well for legal reasons we're not putting it out there okay um just because i went and i said hey everybody we're going to be recording what we think let's get some questions and i got questions in and by the time i got it onto the paper and printed out i realized oh shit i forgot you know right. so right okay that's what we're doing but we're, we'll give the last initial. name initial okay okay so the first question's from kyle d d like david Sadie, are you still working on conflict? <laughs> Excuse me. And Dave, when are you ever going to release a new comic book? It's been years. Well, thank you for even knowing about Convict um, and David's progress on uh, on his comic books. Let's see, I'll answer the first question. Okay. Am I still working on Convict? Yes, mentally, but not actually, okay? And there's sort of a reason behind that, uh, and I don't know as we necessarily need to go into it. Only if you want to. But, um, well, there's two reasons. One, it's a freaking mountain of work Yes. for me. Because anybody that's listened to this show for any length of time when I've talked about Convict knows that I have already got pounds of material. print out material of work I've done on Convict. Uh, I don't even know how many volumes I've done. And uh, it needs to get reworked. <laughs> so that's problem number one. And problem number two is I'm not sure at this point that we've got uh, an opportunity to publish. And frankly, I I don't want to tackle the job unless it's got uh, a hope of being published because why would I bother? Right. I mean, it's just that simple. But yeah, it keeps pulling me. I keep, I keep in the back of my head. It's, it's there all the time. I still, We'll do something, and I'll go. Oh, that would be good. I have, and I'll make a note. You know, put this in in convict. Put this in, or change this, or you know, stuff like that. It's still there. It's on the back burner. It won't go away. So, I hope that answers your question, Kyle. And your question, Dave, is: Are you ever going to release a new comic book? It's been years. Not likely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Excuse me. I've I've worked on writing and and Lacey or, yeah Lacey and I we, we talked about this because that was one of the things that we you know she noticed that I just I don't publish anymore I, and I really uh, for as far as comic book writing and short stories I don't really do that much anymore and it's just something that's not there right now not now um, but it may come later it, it may come back yeah uh, you know it's just I'm really happy with the podcasting I'm happy with working on the movie you know mm-hmm. so I'm still writing mm-hmm. um, but just the comic books right now yeah. because there's been so much change and I I, I can say I'm, I'm, I've gotten back into being a fan again and there's so much change that has happened I really don't want to spend so much time to get myself reoriented to the new uh, policies, you know, because now it's, it used to be when I left, it was 22 pages per comic book. Mm -hmm. Now it's down to 20 pages. Um, And 
there used to be, you know, I think it was like you could. It's like Hershey bars, they shrank too. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, your 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 word count. Now, when I first started writing comics, there was no word count. That yeah. happened in the early 2000s. We were like, okay, you can have a word count of, I think it was like two or 3,000 words per comic book. Mm-hmm. I think it's dropped all the way down to like 500 words per comic book. And that would be almost impossible for yeah, me to do. Me too. And Shit, 500 words is an intro. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. really. It is. That's so, that's, What are they doing that for? You, do you know? I do know. You really want to know? Yeah, I really okay. want to know. Why the um, fuck? Well, for one, they're bringing in TV writers and Hollywood screenwriters. So they're paying... To write comic books? Yes. Because... Because they think that the, their name is a draw. You know, they can draw more people in. Well, Steven Spielberg's name is a draw, too, but I wouldn't trust him to write a comic book, like, necessarily. They brought in Stephen King. Think about the millions and millions of dollars that they dropped well, just to get him. Okay, to even Stephen King. That's not his genre. He doesn't write comic books. No. And certainly not 500-word ones. Um, so what they did is <clears throat> they cut two pages of actual comic book material and added two pages of ads. Yeah, I can see. I believe that. Now the word count comes from the artists. The artists were complaining that oh, their words are getting all over my artwork. Now it's only been like that for a hundred years, but you know, recently they 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 believe that they portray some, not all, some portray a, a more important role in. I can solve that problem movie. for them instantly. Okay, just do the words like subtitles. Stop with the balloons. Yeah, they could do. Put that. them at the bottom of the fucking picture. <clears throat> so there, problem solved. Instead of having something to read, they cut it down to like 500 words. So now the words wow. aren't, you know, all over their nice little drawings. Oh, okay, well, whatever. That's that's another reason why I, I haven't really. Yeah, I can see that. <clears throat> I can see, okay, well, that's your that's your answer, Kyle. Uh, the next one is from Derek O. What do you guys have planned for episode 52 this year? Episode 52 being what? Our year-long episode? That's, is that our, that's our anniversary. Our yeah. anniversary. <laughs> Isn't that cute? They think we've got something planned. <laughs> um, Bless your heart. You think we plan this shit? Honest to God. I come over here to pick up his wife to go to the gym, and he'll say things like, okay, yeah, we are going to podcast tonight, or no, we're not going to podcast tonight because i got shit to do or whatever. And then if it's, yeah, we are, once in a while I'll say, well, what are we going to podcast about? And he'll go, fuck if I know. You know. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, do we have anything planned for episode 52 this year? No. Will we plan something for it? Probably. Most likely. About the time we get to episode 49. <laughs> yeah. We might plan something for 52. So in about eight more weeks, we'll yeah. start thinking about it. Yeah. Maybe then. Um, next question is from Jim B, like boy. I use, rec- I, oh, just recently, I think he means to say, became a listener. When are you going to release a best of to highlight the best moments of the show? Episode 52. <laughs> yeah, that's a lazy man's way to do it. Well, you were doing that in a way for a while with which of your shows? Was it... Seeing Red. Seeing... No. When you were doing... Didn't you do a Best of Ours on Who's the Boss for a while? Um, no, it, you're thinking of uh, Flashback Fridays. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Not doing that anymore. No. Um, that's right. We switched. Rob from... Right. Um, movie Madhouse Canada. is going to be Canada. taking over. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. So, are we... Let's see. His question was, uh, <clears throat> when are you going to release a Best Of? Don't know yet. When. Or if, even. Okay. You've got to think about this, okay? It's Jim, right? Uh, Jim. You have to think about this, Jim. As a podcaster, <clears throat> I can't remember... Every single podcast. Yeah, really. I, I can't even remember it from like last week. And in order to get to that point, the best of, where uh, this is episode 41. 
So that means that I have to listen to 41 episodes. Just find out which one was best. Either that or our listeners can tell us, if they want to, what their favorite episode is. We could always do that. Okay, that's a good idea. I mean, because y'all have something in mind, apparently, of what you think was best. You know, it's kind of like watching Lucy. Remember that show where she did the candy on the conveyor belt? That's oh, yeah. the best show ever. Well, okay, if you've got one that you think was one of our best shows, let us know on any one of the many multiple ways you can, and we can consider rerunning it or part of it, depending. You know, maybe the first part was not so hot, but the second part was good, or vice versa. We could always do that. Yeah, because save me the time, because at 41 episodes, most of them were at least an hour and a half long. Yeah, because we were... So if I listen to all 41 episodes completely straight, 24 hours a day, Mm -hmm. it would take me about four to five days straight to listen to them. Yeah, and that's not going to happen. He'll be asleep through half of them anyway. But also, here's the thing. Now, they can't go back. Correct me if I'm wrong, but through Stitcher now, they can't go back and access, or they can. Stitcher allows a... Stitcher will go back nine episodes. Okay, so anything beyond that, you can't go back as a listener and access a previous episode. Correct. Which means we can't either, because we don't have them archived. Yeah, we do. Oh, we do? You know, every single podcast we've ever done. You've got them on a stick somewhere? They're up on uh, jazelmon.com. You go to jazelmon.com. Oh, they're there. Oh, all right. So they could then go back that way. If if they were really hot to hear something, you can even old. click on you know closed shows and listen yeah. to the shows that have stopped running. Okay, good. <laughs> we should put those on a stick too, or not a stick on one of those like that little portable hard drive I have that I put most of Convict on. Yeah, you know, I, and I, I still would, have a gazillion gigabytes or whatever. For. I would need a, a portable. I'll buy you one for your birthday. Early. Good. Um, but and then just put everything on it. You know, so if anything happens to the computer and it barfs or something like that, we'll still have them. Yes. You know, at the ready, so to speak. Because at right now, total. Remind me, and I'll because get you one of those I things. just moved. You know, all the podcasts yeah. from that computer to my new computer. Yeah. There's two hundred and forty something gigabytes of podcast. Yeah. So that's 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 a lot of memory is it, sticks. Is it? Yeah, yeah, well, but those those that little portable hard drive that I've got takes, I don't know, forever to use up. Okay, last question is from Jesse L. When are you guys going to go back to longer shows? I always get pissed because I'm into the hour and bang, <laughs> it's been an hour and that's it. I want longer episodes. Well, there was a reason, actually, that yes. we did short episodes, Jesse, and it wasn't our doing. It was the requirement of Stitcher that we, up until a certain point... 25. 25 episodes, we had to limit it to one hour. Then, I guess they decided we were, we had enough of a following that they could say, oh, well, all right, if you want to go to two hours or a week or whatever, you can do it. And so now we have no limitation on our time. We can go longer. Episode 36 and 37 was originally one show. Mm. That was two and a half hours yeah. long, people. That's a long That's a long show. So that's why I split it yeah. in two. Yeah. yeah, because it would be difficult for the listener to go back. It's not like, uh, well, it is like, actually. Like on a CD, when you're playing the CD and, you know, you turn it off and you go cook dinner and you come back and you want to pick up where you left off. Right. We can't do that, but then they have chapter finders, and you can kind of do it that way, you know, and go to where you were when you left off, but we don't have that, no. so you'd have to run an hour of it and then pick up the second half, so it'd be a real PIA for them. <clears throat> you know, it's funny, because I've talked to Jesse before, and he's, he's bitched about that. He's like, your shows are too short, man. Well, that's nice. I'm glad he thinks so. I mean, that obviously wants to listen to more of us, which just is appalling to me, but... <laughs> God bless you, Jesse, for that. I appreciate it. I do. Okay, we also... So that's the mail. Yes. If I was going to say, it was we get together each and every week. I'm trying to remember how to say this because it's been a long time since I've... We don't have to say it the same way. Oh, sure. Be new. Be different. I have OCD. 
You have, I know you have OCD, but shake it off. Shake it off. Do it differently. I mean, let's face it. The first time you did it, you hadn't done it before. So what's the difference? That's true. See? All right, some fucker died, and he's a, and he was semi-famous, and we get together and we talk about you know. the S F F D, the semi-fucker, semi-famous fucker death. Okay, here we go. Uh, this week we are talking about Hal Douglas. Are you familiar with him? He's too semi for me. Too semi. And I might know him if I know who he is. But not by name, right off the bat. Let me, let, me hit, let me hit you with some of his work. Okay. <clears throat> Coming this summer okay. in a town okay. near you. Okay, now I know. One man travels alone. <laughs> Dragging his dick, no. <laughs> to find the world's last Wiki. <laughs> yes, that is... That was. Or was, yes. Past Hal, tense. Hal Davis. All right, let's see. And it says here, legendary voice voiceover artist Hal Douglas has died at the age of 89 due to complications from pancreatic cancer. Or just being old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, through many may have not known his name, they are likely to know his voice. Douglas was known as one of the best voiceover talents in the industry, along with Don Morrow, 87, who voiced Titanic trailer and Don LaFontaine, who I was brewing with. Yeah, I have um, heard that name. Who died in 2008. Yeah, that's probably where I heard it. <laughs> um, so let's see. Douglas did trailers for Philadelphia, Forrest mm-hmm. Gump, Meet the Parents, Lethal Weapon, and many, many more, according to TMZ. Cool. Douglas was survived by his wife, Ruth. His daughter Sarah, two sons from a previous marriage, Jeremy and John. Douglas died on Friday, March 7th, in his home in, uh, let's see, how do you pronounce that? Lovettaville, Virginia, according to the Times. And just because I I have a video. Hal Douglas. Never before has the reality of the ultimate sacrifice hit so close to home. At our house, he is the known soldier, and we're proud to know him. A 7th Heaven landmark event on the WB Monday. A story this big can only be told on the world's largest screens. An IMAX experience. Michael Jordan to the max. Up close, some heroes get even bigger. It's a Mother's Day, Mr. A. Did she say she was the mother of the baby? The Great Mother Hunt. Guest starring... Now get out! Carrie Fisher. The hunt begins on an all-new Nero Wolf. This is the true story of ordinary men made extraordinary by their bravery. He has a great raspy voice. Yes. Yeah, or had a great raspy voice. I like that. So we say goodbye to Hal Douglas. Bye, Hal. Peace out. So ends our SFFD section. (laughs) I like that. I think we should call it the SFFD section of our podcast. Semi-famous fucker who died? Yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) Perfect. Or maybe croaked. Croaked might be better. Yeah, SFFC. The SFFC department. That sounds official. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like it too. Okay, now we have a new section. Okay, jumping right along. Yeah. <sighs> you know, in a world, in a world, <laughs> in a perfect world. <laughs> you know, we have so many celebrities that go out and just do stupid shit. Once in a while, we get celebrities that actually do something pretty admirable, and. Since I feel semi-sort of bad about tearing him a new asshole a few episodes ago, I, I went ahead, and even though it was me eating my pride on this, we have this week's helping, or is helping hand. Sorry, folks. It's been a while. Helping Give me a break. Hand. Helping hand. <clears throat> An S-F-H-H. A semi-famous fucker who had a helping hand. <laughs> I'm going to use that a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like that. <clears throat> anyway. So this week, let's see, let's go ahead and go over there. That's, no, that's Hal. That's Hal. This week, there's actually two people. It ah. is an epi- or uh, it was an advertisement. Still an advertisement, damn it. Well, well, 
cut those out. Yeah. I'm not going to advertise for them unless they pay us. <laughs> Excuse me. They always get... I burped when you did that, so you for sure have to cut it out now. They always get cut out. Okay, this week's helping hand, believe it or not, is Billy Ray Cyrus and Dionne Warwick. Huh. Um, it's... The title of this very, very short article is called Billy Ray Cyrus, Dion Warwick, Hope is Just Ahead. And this very small little blurb, it says, Billy Ray Cyrus was moved to write this song the day the 1999 Columbine tragedy happened. Almost 15 years later, he found another voice for the track, soul icon Dion Warwick. And what we're going to do is we're going to play this video and let you hear it. This is nothing like achy breaky heart, and all benefits go to the national campaign to stop violence. So those he just now got around to, what, to writing it. <clears throat> Columbine was a long time ago. Yeah, no, he wrote it, but he just you know because he's trying to make a comeback. So though he doesn't need the money, he's he's donating his part of the, the share to the the organization, but he's still trying to get the, his name out there. But so he's, this is sort of a semi good thing. Yes. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I wondered why I had the blue So I turned on the evening news Children running from their school Cause of some damn fool Had no morals they must prove Another kid lake in the blood Another town drowned in the blood just a tragic trail of tears Lessons not learned through the years Heaven save us from our fears Save us from our fears well, Hope is just ahead And sorrow's just behind us From what the good book says The truth will never find us Say what we shall find I guess the truth will show in time So then let's keep the dreamers faith For sure we hope we just Okay, we're cutting it at the two-minute mark. That's good. Yeah, it's nice to hear her again. I've always liked Dionne Warwick. Always appreciated her talent. Glad to hear she still got it. Yes. She clearly still has got Oh, it. yes. And, you know, nice song. From what I could tell, I have trouble, as you know. Yes. I don't hear well, so without subtitles, I don't know exactly all that they were saying. But I got the gist of it. So, <clears throat> yeah, good for them. I like the... Violin. Yes. And the guy, the other guy playing the guitar is obviously, obviously well talented as well. You know. Um, I'm trying to make motive up. is everything. Yes, but I said I, I'm trying to make up because I did. I tore him a new asshole. Well, with the... you know the fact that he's that he wrote this song some time ago and he's just now releasing it because he's trying to make a comeback. Right. Sort of takes some of the credibility away the from it. From it. A little for me. But that's just me. You know, did he release it back in the day when it was pertinent? No, this is the first time it's being yeah. released. So why? Well, like I said, he's trying It was to... a good song then, too. You know, if it was a good song, if it's a good song now, it was a good song then. True. So, but anyway, you know, it's not my place to judge his motives. Well, yeah, it is in a way, but 
<clears throat> That's just me. I'm a picky bitch. What can I tell you? No problem. All right, we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of the show. Okay, meat and We potatoes. are getting down to the headline news. Headline news. Woohoo! Who's been doing what to who? Here is a first one. We've never talked about this lady oh. on our show. Yay. Somebody else we can shred. <laughs> and I'm kind of curious to see what your opinion is because we've actually never talked about okay. this person. Okay. And it's Good Morning America. Kate Goslin and her eight kids return to TLC for a one-night special. Mm, she must be needing money. Kate Goslin and her eight children are coming back for a one-night special in June on TLC. TLC. I don't know why my mind instantly went that way with that accent, but that's the way I hear it when I read it in my head, so it just kind of slipped out of my mouth. <laughs> TLC. Okay. The cable channel that originally brought the family fame with John and Kate plus eight. ABC News confirmed that with the network that the television special will air this summer and feature how the children have grown up in the spotlight, along with the latest on Gosselin's career. <coughs> parenthesis, question mark, <sighs> close parenthesis. Career. <laughs> you know, she was a nurse. She was actually an RN. Before she got pregnant with the eight kids, she was she was an RN. Okay. And then, of course, you know, ever since she was getting those buku, ba- you know, paychecks from the, the yeah. show. Yeah. And I have to admit, in the original run of the oh, show. Oh, I loved the show when it first came out, when the kids were babies and yes. everything. We watched it. Ernie and I watched it a lot. It was fun. Yes. And, and before they split up, we liked their back and forth together, you know. Uh, we enjoyed the show a lot. Liked her haircut; was a little kooky, you know, yeah. off kilter, um, all of that, you know. <clears throat> but and it's nothing against her or them. Uh, Ernie and I tend to do that with shows. Uh-huh. If we do hook up with a mainstream show, which is rare, but if we do, we usually don't stay with it more mm-hmm. than a couple of years. Like we stuck with Dexter for two and a half years, right? Um, <clears throat> let's see, what other ones have we still, well, you know, you get the, the, you get the idea. Right. So, even if they hadn't broken up and done all the, whatever they've done since all that, we probably would have dropped it anyhow, eventually. Right. Cause you know, you just, just absolutely lose yeah. interest. That's all. It's not, not, doesn't grab you that much after a while. Plus the kids are getting older and, more obnoxious, you know, because kids do that. They go through that two to five year old obnoxious stage, and yes. then five to eight year old obnoxious stage. You know, <laughs> they just have, they're just bundles of obnoxiousness for a long, long time. So, <clears throat> and you multiply that by eight. Yes. Plus the big sister or whatever. Sisters. They had two. Sisters. So, you know, kind of doesn't work for me. But, uh, and then <clears throat> when she started doing stuff on her own, Without the kids, it begged the question why. And I think I have said that about her before in previous podcasts. We have talked about her. Have we? Yeah, because I remember saying just that. It begs the question why. She brings nothing that I can see in the way of, of bankable talent to the medium. No. You pick a medium. I don't care what one it is. Television, movies, um, anything. Uh, there's nothing about her that interests me. So, and I, and nothing about her that, that expresses any particular kind of talent. You know, right. I mean, she'll let people follow her around with a camera and talk in front of it, but that's it. You know, she doesn't do anything. She doesn't, she doesn't know, no skills, no, nothing attracts about her to right. me. To me. That's just me. No, I, I think uh, actually it's most of America, to be honest. So, with you. For her to have a career, which is why I put the question mark in parentheses when Quote, you mentioned that, yeah, it, it's like she, like I said, she must need some money, you know. I mean, she went on that dancing show, you know, the celebrity dancing show. Yeah. You know, Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, and eh, she did okay, I guess. She did better than I could have done, but shit, I can barely fucking walk, so you know, let alone dance. I used to, 
used to be a dancing fool back in the day when I had my own knees and everything was good. Not so much anymore. So I can't fault her for that. You know, she did okay. Right. It says it's been... I'll probably watch it just to see how the kids are doing, you know. Right. Unless they're at that obnoxious 12 to 14 year stage, in which case I probably won't watch it. Uh, that's actually where I was heading. It, it's been <laughs> two years since we last saw the famous family, and the kids have really grown. The six toplets, uh, Alexis, Hannah, Aiden, Colin, Leah, and Joel, are now nine, while Maddie and Kara are 13. Yeah, there you go. Nine to 13-year-old obnoxious babe. There is no word if John Goslin will be featured. The children's father divorced Kate Goslin in 2009, and has been critical on how reality TV show is not good for children in their development. Uh, let's see. Well, you can imagine. Imagine having... I mean, look at us, okay? We do this, what we're doing right now. Right. We do this once or twice a week. Right. Where's your child right now? Right this minute. They're both in the bedroom. Okay, we know why Jay's in the bedroom. He, he'd be in the bedroom no matter what was going right, right. on. Why is Zoe in the bedroom? Well, because so we can record. Exactly. Now, this is impacting her life. Right. Positively or negatively, we don't know. Because she's in there with Mama, and they're playing and watching TV and taking naps and stuff like that. It's not like she's been shut off in her bedroom. No, no, no. But at the same time, multiply this by a crew with cameras walking around following everybody following the kids, going, oh, that was good. Could you do that again? I, I missed it. But yeah. What's that going to do to a kid? What would it do to Zoe? Uh, you, she's already she's already at the button-pushing stage where she's she's trying to show off and, and be noticed and get her way with stuff because <laughs> she's two and some months now since November. So, you know, somebody's standing there taking pictures of her with a camera. Yeah. Oh, Zoe, that was cute. She goes, yeah, I know. You know, it's going to fuck her head up. It's going to. Oh, yes. But on a side note with Mr. Goslin, John Goslin also returned to reality TV back in January on season four of VH1's Couple Therapy with his girlfriend, Liz Janetta. There you go. Well, he wasn't saying, <clears throat> he didn't, if, if I heard you right, he was saying that he didn't think that the reality shows were good for the kids. For the kids, yeah. Not for himself. He's a grown man. Yeah. I don't think it did their marriage much good, but I don't know if that was the case. I don't know if it was the reality show that didn't do their marriage much good, or if their marriage was <coughs> rocky to start with. I kind of believe that if a marriage is firm, stable, on, on an even keel... Right. That, for the most part, it's going to stay that way, come what may. On the other hand, if it falls apart, it may have been going to do that anyway. And, you know, I, I bring this up as only as an example. That, and I know he's your man. Hugh Jackman <laughs> is still married to the woman yes. that he was married yeah. to before he got yes. famous. famous. Yeah. And the thing that I like about this the most is she is nowhere... Movie star status. She's oh, yeah. No, she's a nice lady, and she's very pretty and all of that, and she has many acting skills and so forth. But, you know, she's no Nicole Kidman or, right. or you know, name a thousand others. And they're, you know, you know they're still there. They're still going together. So yeah. I, I totally yeah. agree with you. Yeah. If it was weak in the beginning, it would have crumbled with or right. without the show. Yeah. I, I You know, it's just kind of the way I, I think it. Plus, um, that was probably the other reason that we stopped watching the show. I really got tired of watching her berate him the way she did. I mean, she really carried it too far. Yeah. You know? It was almost like she was feeding off of knowing that she was being recorded, getting away with this action against him. Yes. And she was, something was motivating her to, to continue to do it. You know, and you can only do that to a man just so long. And if he's got a, a spine, he's going to put his foot down eventually and say, no, this, this. Enough's enough. Enough's enough. Yeah. And it was, it was for me, early on before it ever got to be enough for everybody else i'd had enough of it i don't like to see people do that to one another and i don't care if it's woman to man man to woman man to man woman to woman whatever 
I don't like to see somebody that you're living with and depending on as a, if nothing more than a housemate. Right. Okay. I don't like to see people just berate one another for the fucking hell of it. it and that's what it was for her. It was just something to do. Like, yeah. Uh. And, and it, to me, it did not impart a, a, a constructive educational um, background for her children. They saw this. If they didn't see it while it was happening, they saw it on the television. Right. They could see her doing this. What kind of a image does their father get in their minds when their mother talks to him like that? You know? Yeah, I mean, no, I totally she, agree. She really was, I mean, it was way beyond impolite. Way, way beyond impolite. It was aggressively negative, you know. She was just straight mean to him. Yeah, that's what I mean. She was, it was ridiculous. So, uh, that was the other reason that I stopped watching it, because I, that sort of thing doesn't appeal to me. I don't get a kick out of it. It's like I don't watch, I don't like to watch shows where people fight all the time. You know, there are lots of people who enjoy that. Right. You know, I don't. I don't watch movies where people are constantly bickering and fighting with one another. I, that doesn't appeal to me. At all, I <clears throat> has it has no intrinsic entertainment value for me. Um, I just I I'm really surprised that they're even going to put the money down to to run a one night special because I think it's going to be a bomb. I think most of America mm-hmm. probably feels the way you do, and as well as me. I I, I honestly I, I have no intentions. To I'm not I'm not particularly interested in what she's doing. If I wanted to know what she's doing, I could Google it and find out. Yeah, really. In a minute. If I really want to know what the kids look like now at this point, I could Google it and find out in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I probably won't watch it either. I mean, I said I might, but I probably won't, you know, when it comes down to it. If there's anything else on, I'll watch it first. You know, and would I record it to watch later? No, absolutely (laughs) not. (laughs) All right, we've got another one. The Grandmaster Jesus Christ himself is in the news. Can I go pee while you talk about Jesus? (laughs) And now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Roberts Field Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings.
Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra $10, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. Okay, now, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but, no, actually, yes, because we ran a video on it. Uh, last year, Kanye went and said, uh, let's see, what exactly did he say? Don't talk to me, don't talk to my wife, don't talk to their friends, don't talk to you, don't talk to anybody. Don't, don't talk to anybody ever again. And a <clears throat> photographer caught Kanye at the airport and he's, mm, he's asking yeah. him questions yeah. and then Kanye you know got pissed off and beat him up right right well the paparazzi is like you know I'm just doing my job yeah you can yell at me you can scream at me that's fine but once you lay hands on me that crosses the line well it does legally anywhere <laughs> well at least in this country so the paparazzi or the paparazzo who was attacked by Kanye is taking him to, or to court. Good. As well he should. And our father Jesus, <laughs> Kanye West. <laughs> That's my take on it, too. <laughs> the baby just went, oh, God. Kanye West isn't out of the woods after striking a deal plea in criminal case stemming from the photographer attack last summer. He is still facing a nasty, nasty civil lawsuit, and we're told that the paparazzo is determined to make the rapper go to trial. Normally, in a civil situation involving celebs, car accidents, fights, property damage, whatever, the victim settles for a quick payday in exchange for dropping their lawsuit, but not this time. Sources close to photographer Daniel Ramos, who sued Yeezus, for the assault and battery at LAX incident tells TMZ Ramos is confident in his case he's refusing to settle for any amount of money he wants to go the whole nine yards with Kanye and bring his ass to court we're told a trial date has already been set in the case and Ramos is going full steam ahead no signs anywhere of settlement agreement well, good for him. Good for him, and I hope he sticks to it. I hope he does. I hope he doesn't settle. I, uh, in the first place, he's got every right to take him to court because he was assaulted. You don't put your hands on somebody else in anger. No. Or even in anything without their permission. You know, it's like in the fifth element when she says that thing in Latin that I can't say because I don't know how. Right. Um, and he, and ex, 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 Gamut or something like that, you know, and and Bruce Willis asked the priest, what does that mean? And he goes, never without my permission. And that was because Bruce Willis had almost put laid one on her with the mouth, you know. Right. And and it's kind of like that. You don't you don't put your hands on somebody without their permission for whatever reason, let alone in anger. And we talked about this before. You know? If if that bothers you, you shouldn't be a celebrity. Well, that too, you know. What is this thing about don't talk? Who was he talking to when he said don't talk to anybody? What was that? That eluded me. I don't... I don't remember exactly what it was based on. It was probably just one of his ramblings. Yeah. The guy rants a lot. He does. Well, he's enamored of the sound of his own voice. So, you know, as are a lot of us, otherwise we wouldn't be doing this. That's true. We were worth listening to, although I still don't know why we are. But anyway... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, is he gonna use his, his, as they say, real name when he goes to court? Or is he gonna be there as Jesus? 
Because I have I have a vision of what the judge is going to say if he tries to pull that one. Jesus? Yeah. What's that? Well, if I was a judge, I, w- I wouldn't allow it. You know, you're, if you're in a civil, if you're in a, in a court. Right, criminal court. A, any kind of court. If you're in front of a judge, you don't, you don't play those games. They want to know your name. Right. Your legal name. Now, if he legally changes his name to Jesus, that's a whole different thing. But as far as I know, he hasn't done that yet. No, because he's working on his second album, which is... Maybe just went outside, in case you care. Okay. <clears throat> Alone. We'll, we'll wrap this up here. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just saying. Right now, she's where I can see her, but just so you know. Anyhow, uh, no, if I was a judge, I, I wouldn't allow it. He'd have to be there as himself. And he wouldn't have to have a lawyer, you know, because if he wants to, he can be the idiot that represents himself. I don't care. But he has to has to be there with his real name. He probably would. Speaking of idiots. Yes. Oh, poor Justin Bieber. Oh, poor, poor Justin baby. Bieber. Is he some guy's bitch yet? No, not yet. Yeah. He's working on it, though. Is he still in jail? No, because no. according to this, uh, Justin Bieber has guys night out at Disneyland. But it gets better. Justin Bieber's weekend wasn't a total bust, and we're not just talking about that brawl incident. I don't know the brawl incident. After getting escorted out of the nightclub in Hollywood on Saturday for attempting to sneak in desperate beings, being turned away from being underage, so he snuck underage people in, or he tried to, Biebs decided to spend his Sunday fun day where he was it or where he went to Disneyland oh, oh this is never mind. Uh, a source uh, source exclusively tells e news that the singer was surrounded by lots of security half were like his personal security and the other half were from the theme park he walked towards the tower of terror and went behind a gate so nobody could see him Bieber, who was wearing a gray hoodie, tight pants, high-top sneakers, glasses at 9 p.m., was joined by about five of his guy friends. Oh, maybe he picked that up in prison. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe he's in the guys now, which is okay. Uh, let's see. Just FYI, I can't see her now. Okay. Okay. Just telling you. Kept kept to himself at the happiest oh, place on happens. earth and really didn't interact with fans. But we know, this is what we know, mm-hmm. he was asked to leave. Hmm. What was he doing behind the fence? I don't know. It doesn't say. Why did he go behind the but fence? But he was kicked out. Did he take his friends with him behind the fence? <laughs> his boyfriends? I mean, his men friends? His posse. His posse. Yeah. His pussy posse. <laughs> uh, shit. I think he's more of the bitch than any of them. <laughs> yeah, well. <clears throat> well, it's probably got a sign up that says uh, employees only behind the fence or something probably. like that. Because you can't go behind anything in Disneyland. I mean, seriously. You can't. You can't. I've been to Disneyland once or twice, okay? You can't go behind nothing. In Disneyland. He just... There is no behind in Disneyland. It's all out front. Oh, you know why? I bet you I know why. Why? Uh, He did something last year. He got kicked out of Disney World. He's banned from Disney World. Oh, that's appropriate. He's not... He's never allowed to come... You know, go to... Can't go back, huh? So maybe because it's associated, you know, with Disneyland. Maybe that's one of Well, they're one and the same. They're sister... Companies. Things, yeah. So... But maybe, yes, maybe that's it. Poor Biebs. can't go to Disneyland anymore. So when they released him from prison, if they were there and said, "So you just got out of prison, where are you gonna go?" He couldn't say <laughs> Disneyland. Could yeah, really. Or Disney World, or <clears throat> probably can't go to Epcot either. Then no, mm-hmm. probably breaking his little heart. So with no place to go, the only place for Justin Biebs to go <laughs> is back to Canada. Is back to Canada. You guys get him again, okay? We we're sending him back. Sorry, that's, that's to the our friends up there in in uh, 
Chatham. Is that where they are? Chatham, Ontario, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's where we're sending them back to you, guys. Enjoy. Yeah, it's your turn to babysit them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's, his, his album sucked. He just put out a new LP, which no one really downloaded. Not even the, the, the Beliebers. They didn't download it that much. The Bieber fans. Yeah, they're called Beliebers. Beliebers. Um, they're, they're talking about not allowing him back in Australia. You know, he's been banned to Disney. Well, he's got enough money. He could always take one of those, uh, space flights someplace. Yeah. You know, I mean, somebody did that already. Some guy with a bunch of bucks went into outer space. We could send him out. Yeah, definitely. The moon. To the moon. <laughs> one of these days. One of these days. One of these. To the moon. Pow. To the moon. Uh, but uh, he'd be alone there. Which and, and he'd was, have to take some posse, posseettes with him. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is that it's funny you bring that up. Uh, you know, because he's trying to get back with Selena Gomez. Um, oh, if she has any brains at all. She will tell him where to put it. No, no, Selena, don't do it, honey. He's not worth it. She's got enough money. Yeah. She doesn't need his. She doesn't need anything of his. Well, from what I understand, her or his attempts are failing, failing quite miserably. I would hope so. I, you know, she's such a pretty girl, and uh, I assume uh, because I don't know, assume she has some talent. Because uh, I don't, I. I've heard her sing. I She's haven't a good knowingly right. experienced her talent. I'll put it that way. Um, May have heard her sing and not known it was her. She sang. Was it New Year's last year or the year before? I can't remember, but I heard her sing. And yeah. she does have a pretty voice. There you go. Okay. So she's got. Certainly she has opportunities. Yes. That for her life, she doesn't need to rely on his arm to right stroll through life um, and maybe next episode I'll dig through and find, find out some stuff that she's done or ha- or does do yeah yeah so yeah oh I please don't Selena listen to grandma honey don't do it okay don't do it you're smarter than he is Jesus Christ my dog was smarter than he is well, my dog was because he is no longer with us but your dog is smarter than he is. That's saying something. And that's saying something because your dog's dumb as dirt. No, <laughs> that's not true. I just had to say that. Rusty's smarter. Rusty's another dog. <clears throat> no, I, I'm sorry. But, you know, it just goes to show. Those of you out there who are struggling in life to get rich and famous, <laughs> think about it. Okay, he is... And what has it gotten him? Yeah, really. It has not improved him that I can see in any way. It's just given him an opportunity to be more of an asshole than most people at his whim. So, you know. And then next week also, um, I know that his deposition recently happened, so I'll, I'll try to get some info on deposition because I know he was a dick during his deposition. Oh, yeah? So, well, I figured. Once I find out more info, I'll, I'll once bring that dick, to the table. Always a dick. You know, I don't believe in rehabilitation, obviously. <laughs> Not where dictum comes in, anyway. Yes. No. All right, kids. So remember, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher. iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or jzoman.com. Everywhere. Or. Just drop us an email, what we think at jzoman.com. Absolutely. We want to know what you think. Do you do. want us back in this format? What type of format do you want? Do you what? This one felt good for me. This felt good because we we took our time with it. We didn't we weren't rushed to go on to the next whatever no. thing. You know, and I think that was where we had trouble before because before when we were doing a format, we had a time factor. So we were like flying. Right. We were going, oh, okay, that's all we can talk about now. We got to go on to the next thing. And we don't have that anymore. Now we can just ramble and ramble and go on about our business and everybody's happy with it. So maybe that was the, the big 
and I was able to do a Thank Justin Bieber segment without. You were, and you didn't rant. No, there's no tears streaming down your cheeks from hysteria. Nothing. No, it was good. It was all good. I think. So for this week, I am David K. Montoya, and I am Miss Sadie Burbank. And you heard what we think, and now you know. Good night. Good night. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, S.A. Burbank Podcast. We're S.A. Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. The game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Actually, I came up with more. Not what we know, because we don't know shit.